Welcome to episode 7 of the Getting It Done podcast. Now before we get started, I just wanted to ask, how are you getting on at the moment? You know, I think we can all agree these are pretty trying times for the best of us. Frustrations are high, tolerance is low, and well, physical distancing, it blows. But we've come this far, and we have to keep up high standards that are expected of us so we can all get through this together. So hang in there, keep strong, and we'll be over the worst of this before we know. This episode, we sit down with the couple behind Fitwaffle. What on earth is Fitwaffle, you might be asking? Well, Fitwaffle started as Eloise's Instagram account for her favourite foodie goodness. Back then, she had a normal amount of followers and engagement on social media and was working as a PT. And people just didn't really get why she was uploading pictures of food to Instagram, much like most of us when we see people uploading pictures of food to Instagram. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Show us a picture of your dog. Fast forward to today, and Eloise and her fiancé Bernie create content for some of the most awesome restaurants and food joints in the UK. And believe me when I say these guys know amazing food when they see it. Not only that, they capture images of the food beautifully that when you check it out, you will want to go and visit these places. So if you've wanted to learn what it takes to take a hobby Instagram account and turn it into a full-time business, then this is the episode for you. You know the drill by now. Pour yourself a cup of tea, put your headphones on, and listen to this episode with Eloise and Bernie from Fitwaffle. So I've been um, pretty excited to get you guys on for a while, and I know obviously we've had a few bumps in the road with you both. You yeah, a couple (laughs) of trees coming down. You and I getting the flu. (laughs) Um, Both of us, we were quite bad. Yeah, were you bad? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, of course I was bad. Of course you were bad. Yeah. You know, it's the closest I'm going to get to (laughs) pregnancy. Um, But no, food, social engagement, and generally just doing something you clearly have a passion for. Mm. Uh, So. I suppose before we get into things, how did, what were your backgrounds before this and how did that kind of manifest into what you're doing now? So I was in fitness. Um, I basically went from doing a personal training course at college to jumping straight into a personal training job and then going into a gym as a manager and personal trainer Um, But I was always highly um, interested in the nutrition side of it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, my background is basically fitness, nutrition, and I've always loved food. (laughs) And you have too, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my background is is obviously different. Um, My background is architecture. Amazing. So um, I started my own business in architecture probably around 15 years ago. Um, maybe a little bit longer, uh, and that's been quite steady up until up until now, where I'm spending a lot more time doing this. Um, and and yeah, I mean the transition has basically been that we started the this account, and then obviously as it got more involved, more of our time started to take up. You know, more of the, the Instagram started to take up more of that yeah. time. Um, so. I have a probably a 75, 25, 
split of work at the moment. Yeah. So is the um, architecture thing like your business then, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, when I was younger, I started working with um with, with the surveyor and a, and a friend's uh, pet, one of my friend's parents who was a developer. Um, and then basically worked from there into working into my own business. So mainly residential work, um, small extensions, uh, one-off houses, okay, uh, things along that line. Uh, and I think I started it in two thousand and three right. on my own. Um, so that's so over fifteen years. Um, yeah, and basically up till. Up till now, where I've kind of wound down a bit of the work to focus some time on uh, trying to pursue this, pursuing yeah. this, make this a full time business. So, in terms of how you're winding that down, are you? I guess are your customers more like kind of customers that you've worked with in the past? More, I would say more word of mouth. Yeah, okay. So, so rather than you going out and actually trying to develop the business, it's like just letting it continue. Yeah, into yeah. I mean, it's very much been a business where I've never advertised um, in such a way. Well, the last time I advertised was when the Yellow Pages was big. <laughs> so we're going back sometime. Yeah. It was expensive as well, right? It was very expensive. Yeah, Yellow Pages was, was a, a big, big cost. Because that was the, how do I find a local That's page it, that yeah. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent, and it used to be about four inches thick. Now it's, I, don't, I doubt they even have a yellow pages anymore, no. do they? Um, yeah, so I haven't advertised really since then. I've had a website um, where I have like um, a couple of articles on there that do really well, okay. that, that keep my presence quite high um, in the ranking. Um, so just a couple of subjects that are popular to to that business. Um, but other than that, it's just it's custom that either come via via finding the website or um, via um, via word of mouth. Okay. So, so yeah. So how does personal fitness tie into what you're doing now? Are you still involved in that space? Um, so I still go to the gym like five to six times a week, but it's more of a hobby now, yeah. which is actually nice because it means I get to separate my hobby from my business, where, whereas before everything tied into one. Yeah. So my hobby was also my work. So talk me through how this, I was, was this an, was Fit Waffle like an idea that just kind of, you thought, well, have some fun with it. Um, did you run it for a very long time before actually it made any monetary gain? So basically, this is where I was going with it. So basically, um, it started off as like a fitness and food blog. Right. So it, it started off as, yeah, like a hobby kind of passion thing that we wanted, or I personally wanted to try and, I guess, share my experiences through diet and nutrition. And I wanted to kind of eliminate this whole notion of good and bad foods. Hmm. So we started posting a bit about nutrition, a bit about fitness, and we had like an online blog at the time as well. So I'd post a bit of information actually on the blog. 
and some on Instagram to try and help advertise the vlog. Um, but we basically found that we'd go up to London and we'd take photos of food and basically be like, oh, this is our cheat day. Um, you know, you can eat Got these you. foods and still like lose weight or maintain your weight or, you know, you can still basically be healthy and also have burgers and fries and donuts and all of that. Like there is no bad foods, you know, just a bad diet, basically. So that's where it all stemmed from is kind of us going up to London and doing these like days of food and days yeah. of eating and people were really interested in it. And we ended up getting a lot more attention from the like bad, like dirty foods mm. that we were posting. Exactly. I roll. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people were sort of interest to know where'd you get this from and people started coming to us to I guess like ask for recommendations of oh what's some good food in London so and quite a lot of fitness people I mean you know we've got quite a few like people that go to the gym that are say competitors like bikini or bodybuilding or whatever it might be they'll say hey I've got my cheat day coming up or we're going to London where after my show where should I go so we've got quite a fitness based following which is pretty cool because obviously it's what we're interested in as well um but yeah basically the Instagram account went from fitness and food to just purely food based and it was that just because you would as you say just seeing that engagement more yeah around. completely I mean it's kind of that whole thing isn't it like you want to latch on to what's doing well and that was doing better than anything else and it was what was I guess getting attention and it was almost where our niche was pushing us to yeah so we ended up I guess really niching down into being purely food and purely like indulgent you know food that you really want to eat um ice cream and uh, <laughs> you know all of that yeah. sort of stuff so yeah that's uh, that's basically how it became a food account isn't it so when you started making that shift mm -hmm. because going back before people realized that you can actually make well actually you know very um, profitable living off of things like instagram um, and just sharing content um, before that really became a quite a known thing anybody who kind of took a picture of their dinner at, at the dinner table was like just eye rolled at or like, people used doing? to make fun of me yeah so that's my question literally really. yeah you know, what people reactions back then so when because before we started <laughs> fit waffle I had my own personal Instagram account, um, still do, but hadn't used it in a long time. I used to post pictures on there of like, you know, me, my friends and food. And people would literally comment that I was posting pictures of my meal and how, you know, it was, uh, I guess, a bit weird. You know, oh, you only post pictures of food. Like, that's really strange. But when you make a food page, people don't seem to think it's that weird anymore. No. Because I guess it's you're intentionally putting it on a food page. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I see what you mean. It almost, it, like, it has a it place. Makes a, it has a place, yeah. exactly. Whereas on, on a personal page, people don't seem to appreciate as much. It's, it's odd though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, when it comes to following people, like, I, I actually don't follow a lot of some of my really good friends just because... For no other reason than I don't find the content interesting. Yeah. And I only follow stuff that I find interesting. It's specific, isn't it? You yeah. follow specific things. I, I follow more people that I don't know and that aren't even famous 
but they're both interesting. Yeah, so I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. I mean, with these platforms as well, though, because it's it, it's built up from mainly you know people personally using them, and obviously these platforms build up from generally a younger audience, and then yeah. their audience get older. That you're you're generally as a personal account, you're just going to post stuff that you want to post. Mm. So if you want to post a bit of food, then you're going to post a bit of food. If you want to post yourself doing something stupid or the cover of an album or, or yeah. have a, like personal Instagrams are generally very mismatch until people decide that they want to start posting like a lifestyle or something like that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you're you're basically just trying to reach an audience that, that that is interested in what you're interested in. Yeah, you're totally right. And I think one of the main things about that is staying authentic as well. Because mm-hmm. I think it would have been even... You, you go down the route of creating a food page, but then as somebody that potentially actually isn't really much of a foodie... Your mm. authenticity goes right out the window, right? Yeah, completely. Yeah. So, in those earlier days, did you have any idea that what you were essentially dabbling with then would eventually turn into being something full time for you? No. I mean, I would it, say that we dream, knew right? it had potential yeah. I mean, because we, we knew other people that did it. We knew people that did it, um, but I think when we first started. Um, maybe the thought was kind of there, but it was a bit of fun, a bit of a hobby. Yeah, and it was kind of the thing that I guess if it didn't go anywhere, cool. If it did, great. Yeah, you know, there was no. I guess we didn't start it to create a business. We started it to, I guess, just do something different. Like I guess have a bit of a hobby. It was a bit of fun. Mm. Um, yeah, we never did it to make money or to really like have a massive online platform or anything. Yeah. And how long yeah, totally. did you notice quite a significant growth at any sort of point along that way, along that journey? Of like, yeah. Was it, was it so like I instant mean, interest? No. Okay. I mean, I would say that we, we were quite slow growing to about 3000. Yeah. Then when we hit 3000, things sped up a little bit. But I would say like our first 15,000 compared to the rest of the journey was the hardest. Yeah, It was super slow in comparison. Also, when I look back at like the pictures and the content and everything, you can see why. Mm. Like you're just amateur really still. Everything's a bit mismatched. Like the pictures are okay, but you can see why everything was slower. So I would say things started to speed up after about 15,000. Then when we got to about 50,000, things really started to speed up. Really? So I think in the first year, what did we get? How many followers did we get in the first year? No idea. It wasn't many. It was, no, it wasn't many. But this, I mean, the, the past year from now, looking backwards, we've gained over 100,000 in less wow. than a year. So the growth has just gone from like slow to sort of medium fast to sort of super fast. That's a lot of people a day as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. there's been times, I'm not sure what we're currently doing at the moment, where we've gained like a thousand a day. God. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In excess. Yeah. In excess oh, yeah. Sometimes more. Sometimes 1,500. Do you, do you know the kind of geographics of where those people are coming from? So it's it's a mix. So basically, when 
I mean, I, I guess we're, we're going deeper into to kind of how it works, but it, when the the when the post goes out, it starts to gauge how how much interest it gets. Mm. So how it's built up and and how it is pushed out there will be based on you know likes, saves, shares, yeah, um, and and some comments, and the more importantly being the the, the shares and the saves. So as the as it gains popularity, so say if it's saved a lot and it's shared a lot, yeah. then it starts to hit a wider audience. Yeah, I guess it's, so, um, it hits the algorithm in the right spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if it doesn't hit a wider audience, most of the the, the engagement will come from kind of your following or, or roundabouts that Hashtags. sort of area. Um, and then as as it does gain some some momentum, so. Um, if it's gaining a lot of saves or, or shares or, or however, then it starts to hit a wider audience. And you're looking at viral, and viral will be worldwide. Mm. Okay. So the the audience will be from from around the world. Yeah. And that sort of sense. And you've seen a lot of your content do that. Yeah. 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 Recently, um, I mean, we've got one our our best performing post um, has over like four hundred thousand likes, over one hundred twenty thousand saves similar in shares you know there's a section well. on your analytics which says this percentage of people weren't following you yeah, yeah. it'll be up at like 99 percent yeah, wow yeah so, so like one percent of the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the rest I, of the 99 percent is basically the rest of i mean essentially Instagram. <laughs> essentially when you go viral that's what you're, doing. you're reaching people that aren't following you yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, people that would have never seen your stuff otherwise. So for for, for growth and things like that, then then yeah, that, those numbers, uh, especially the percentage of people that aren't following you, is is quite important in that yeah. sort of sense. Um, and also show you amount of followers you got specifically from that post. Yeah. And what was ours at? On that post, like ten k or something. Yeah, it'd be up close to around that ten thousand. Just from a single post, we gained Mm. ten thousand followers. It almost explains why. Not that it's an addictive thing to do when you're treating it as a business, but when you see people that do just have personal Instagrams, but they've then flipped it to that. You know, you can now flip your personal Instagram Mm -hmm. to like a business Mm -hmm. or just for fun or whatever if they have access to those analytics, you can see how that could make things a bit more addictive for people. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have to admit, I'm, I'm not that much involved with the numbers and everything. It doesn't interest me that much, but Bernie's super, (laughs) I just take the pictures and eat it. Um, But like Bernie's super interested in like the whole background of it and like the statistics and the numbers and everything. Just a numbers man, aren't you? yeah yeah at what point did you think okay actually this is at a stage where we might actually be able to turn this into something else so we i mean i would probably say that we first noticed that it could be a business it wasn't through small sort of little promotions that people might say hey i'll pay you to post this on your page kind of thing because you could get like one a month of that like it's it's not really i guess reliable source of income um we found that it could turn into a business when we started getting like monthly clients so that would be people that we would either provide content for or actually run their social media so once we saw that actually we could get a monthly income 
income from this, that's when we thought, well, actually, if we keep going, if we get more clients, yeah. like this could actually be a full-time wage. Um, and it, it basically got to the point where we were, we took on a lot of clients quite quickly um, and we were easily making what I was making at the fitness center um, through Instagram. Amazing. So, yeah. So there's probably going to be some people listening to this that, you know, run their own um, you know, restaurants or food outlets or whatever it might mm -hmm. be. So let's, let's just say, for example, because I think this might be interesting for them. Let's say I run, I don't know, Ben's Burgers. And, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Should and, go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, should go for Ben's Baps, but I thought that, you know. <laughs> um, but I don't know, let's say I don't know anything about, you know, social media engagement, take a photos, when and where to post. Mm hmm what does that relationship look like with you guys then if if Ben's Burgers was mm -hmm. to approach you and say what what can you do um i mean so generally people contact us through the email or instagram and the messages you kind of get are like I need help with my Instagram. I'm either new or it's it's struggling. Yeah. Um, and then they, I guess they kind of ask us like what our services are and yeah. what in regards to like what we can do. Um, I mean, so we could basically offer the, for us to either provide them with content. So as, as we all know on Instagram, like the content is king because that's what you see. If your yeah. content isn't very good, no one's gonna engage, no one's gonna follow your page. Yeah. So first off, you need good content. So you can either say, hey, we just want some content, we've got the time to post, etc. But the problem that most people have is they also don't understand Instagram um, and they don't, they don't have the time to post. So that, that's where we come in, is we create the content and we also do all the posting. So obviously we are the designated person to post, so we have to make the time for it, you know, yeah. that's our job. Yeah. So there's no fear in not posting, they don't have to worry about that. Um, also, we know hashtags, we know what we're posting and when, um, you know, we look at the background analytics to see when the um, when everyone's followers are most active, um, you know, and also looking at getting their content seen by others, whether that's reposting on our account or trying to get reposts from like the larger repost accounts, yeah. um, almost trying to create this whole like viral circle mm -hmm. where your content isn't just going to be seen by your 200 followers, chances are we could get it seen by like 200,000 people, um, which is then going to drive people back to your page, increase awareness of your brand, um, hashtags as well. So like using a hashtag like London food, it's actually quite a, well, it's a very popular hashtag. Yeah. People could say you were in London, um, you know, people could find you based through that hashtag. So that's all sort of things that we look at mm. to, I guess, start to grow a page and to create awareness of a brand. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I think I think essentially as well is that obviously when somebody approaches us that, they need to understand that the platform is 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 so large and so many people are on it that um, it's a good opportunity to expand your visibility. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we are we very much provide you know more food orientated pictures and you know the, the pictures of a location or staff and things like that. that some people may want and we can do, but I mean, it's a good opportunity that say if you are Ben's Burgers that every day 
a post goes out of a good picture of one yeah. of Ben's burgers for people to see, to kind of like just be reminded that, you know, this is on offer. This is here every day. Today might be the day that you see it and come down. Yeah. Mm. Um, you Today know, might be your viral post. <laughs> if, we, if we post, say, if, if we were to post that three times a week, then the other four days might be a day that a person that could have seen your picture or could have seen some of your food and potentially thought, actually, I'll go down to yeah. Ben's Burgers and have a double cheeseburger. And, and that's actually brings me to a point I've spoken about quite a lot to some of my friends is that how the culture shift in where you're kind of influenced or inspired to go places or do things really does sit within some of these platforms, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. Of course, yeah. Because you either, for, for me, there's just, I feel like there's two kind of people. There's one, which I definitely am, which is if I see something, like I have actually seen on your, on your page and gone to that place and had the food. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, and then there's the other, which might be less consuming the content but goes i gotta go there because it's so instagram worthy yeah yeah completely and it's crazy how that's come about in the the last few years which has just created this whole shift right Mm. yeah i mean we use the platforms for different things as well don't we i mean like i said you know some people see it as an opportunity to to gain some visibility themselves they say you know that looks really good I'll go down and get my my own picture. I will stick yeah. it up on Instagram. Mm. Uh, you know, I get a little bit my own. You know, likes and following yeah, and yeah. dopamine and oh, definitely. You know, I mean, <laughs> for us, if we see something that's really Instagrammable, like a really good looking burger or a really good looking dessert or something, we go there purposely because we want that picture. Yeah, <laughs> we want that picture that someone else has. Yeah. so we're like, we're gonna go there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it all adds up to, to creating that platform as well and creating your own platform in a sense as well. In terms of the, the platform that we're all using now, what are you taking the, the, you know, what you do on the platform out of the equation? What are your kind of thoughts around, I suppose, the positivity and somewhat the safety that these kind of social outlets are creating? Um mixed mixed yeah i think um i for us because we use it as a business platform as a tool. we mm. don't really use it too much as a don't personal platform involved, yeah um, but with that said that as we look across and we've so we've got onto tiktok and we use that because it's new i would say i use that more for entertainment value because it's a new platform mm. and it's something that it hasn't been around for such a long time. It hasn't gone um, stale to yeah. me in some sort of sense because what I, you know, what I used to look up on Instagram for for, for many years, I don't really use that platform for that anymore just because it's it's so much involved with our work. I think probably as well, you 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 will probably be exposed to much more random generated content on tiktok because it hasn't necessarily learned you yet right exactly. whereas instagram yeah, yeah. you know 99 out of 100 posts are all tailored to what you've liked mm-hmm. yeah through. yeah you go on your explore page yeah. yeah at the moment ours is mostly food and basketball yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and it's like yeah you know, i was watching something the other day and it was about um getting the importance out of you know you have the carousels yeah um and they were saying that like, instagram has the ability to put 10 posts on a carousel mm-hmm. and 
if you're doing a carousel, you should be pop playing all 10 posts because those that followers that are flicking through mm -hmm. and if it sees the carousels are getting more frequent, that's yeah. when you will hit, you know, greater. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's reach. true. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, for a carousel, if we were to say, if we were to actually say how we would do it, is I would probably use maybe four or five images yeah. to make sure they're all getting hit. If I put a 10 image carousel out and, and seven, eight, nine, ten don't get don't clicked get on, much, then yeah, it's probably going to die. Instagram's probably going to go, um, no, this isn't interesting. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it, it's interesting. I, I think, I think Instagram, uh, over time, and, and the, I think the platform probably starts to get more polished towards the, the sense that, you know, there's a lot of people creating designated um, content for it, like us. Yeah. Um, so when when I want to just chill out and maybe just scroll through something, you know, my, you know mindlessly, uh, head into something like TikTok that's quite raw yeah. mm. is, is, is a little bit more refreshing than... Going on Being to on your working a, a, a platform, yeah. I guess. That we work on yeah. that's yeah. very much like mass. Some of the stuff is is, is mass produced. Uh, my opinion of that is is still fortunately um, YouTube because I've I've always been consuming stuff on there to the point now where I have my preferences dialed in so well that mm -hmm. anything yeah. that kind of gets fed to me is usually spot on. Yeah. yeah. This morning I was watching um, a chef rating crowdfunded kitchen appliances. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that for 15 minutes and afterwards I thought yeah what world am I living yeah. in yeah like, so, so well, we we have YouTube going on in our background when we're working at home yeah so it's literally on TV through Apple TV and um, very much it's tailored normally tailored to what to what else we usually watching. what Bernie's been so watching so it's normally something like cameras yeah um, lighting uh, into, um, just, just Peter McKinnon, yes, Peter yeah, and, and Matty, and then um, yeah, and then, and then <laughs> actually some podcasts as well, um, just some, just some, you know, basic life or or however podcasts that are just yeah. either amusing or uh, tells somebody's story. So yeah, just something that we don't really need to watch, but we can listen to and pick up on. Yeah, that's why podcasts are so good now. Um, going smoke up my own yeah podcasts that, are great yeah podcasts are amazing <laughs> everyone um, should listen to podcasts it's because you can consume it it's, it's not like you know tiktok instagram youtube where you can consume the content whilst you're driving doing the iron yeah whatever in the gym every, literally every night probably for like nearly the last year and a half <laughs> because i had a bit of sleeping problems about a year and a half ago and started having to fall asleep listening to something mm -hmm. every night now i get into bed i can count i can count the seconds and then I just hear a, we put a podcast on from the other side of the bed. <laughs> really? Literally, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then I've woken up one time and it's playing this podcast. I'm like, wow. <laughs> that was subconscious, subconsciously egotistical. <laughs> oh, how funny. So how have, um, how have like, people's perceptions changed now then? Obviously, we've all got, you know, our professional networks, but then we also have, you know, our friendships and our families around us that, you know, people have careers and, and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So had, has perceptions kind of changed? Do some people just not get what you guys do still? Um, at first, my parents, for example, didn't get it. Yeah, They didn't have Instagram. I mean, it's quite new to them still, I think. So 
they didn't really understand why we were going up to London and taking pictures of food and posting it yeah. to this thing that was called Instagram. Like they just didn't get it. Um, especially because it wasn't making any money either. Yeah. You know, it was just literally a hobby that we were putting a lot into. So I think their perception on it has changed massively, especially since we are making a well good amount of money from it now. Um, and they're on it now. So they get it a bit more, yeah. you know, they can, I guess, relate to what we're posting a bit more and they engage with it now and everything. And same with my friends. I mean, at first, again, they probably didn't quite get it. Like, why is Eloise posting all this food to this account? She's got 200 followers. And yeah, but then once you start to gain followers quite quickly, um, suddenly everyone's very interested. People, people can stay at that point where they go, what are you doing? Yeah. Or what what are they doing? Yeah. To like two months later, seeing like your number of followers or whatever it might, whatever, you know, data point their interest in changes and they're going, oh my God, well done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people get it though as, as a career option or no. as a business option. So I, I don't, yeah, I think even the people, the people that are close, close to you, I think they don't really understand what you're doing, how you're making money from it, and if there's any longevity in it. Yeah. Um, so it's it's then is is other people that you're talking to or you're explaining your business to taking your business serious anyway because yeah, yeah. they yeah it's hard work they, sometimes they, they you know some people can see it as a pit stop and I mean I mean very much so in the sense of like a lot of. Um, business can be that way anyway. If you don't evolve with your business, oh, then yeah, you don't move forward with your business, then, you know... I mean, we don't expect Instagram to be around forever, but no. we do hope to evolve with the next thing that does come around. You spread your, spread your reach exactly. across the Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that's why we jumped on TikTok, yeah. because everyone's saying, you know, TikTok's yeah. going to be big, so we want to be there. When it does sort of blow up to be, I guess, as big as Instagram yeah. or, I mean, it's getting there pretty quick really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, really speaking at the end of the day, we're, we're almost like an information provider. Yeah. Um, on a visual aspect. Mm -hmm. So we just have to make sure that we're providing that information on the right channels mm -hmm. at the right time. Going back to what you were saying about how people don't really get it, um, yeah, I hear that from you know a lot of my friends who do you know similar type of things, um, or just you know have their own personal Instagrams that accounts that they're following. Thanks, Billy. Um, and uh, people don't realise, and uh, this might sound a bit stupid to some people listening as well, how hard it is to regularly and consistently one create content and two post it yeah because there's been so many times like when between episodes i usually fill up the um instagram account with um random different quotes that basically talk to work harder get shit done mm -hmm. like you've got one life that kind of stuff not motivational stuff more kick yourself up the ass type stuff sure but sometimes i'll sit there and i'll be trying to write a quote for something and I'm like, I just have nothing. Yeah. And I haven't posted in two days. Yeah. And this next post I put out, I'm going to try and make expire. But because I haven't posted in two days, it's not going to get the engagement anyway. But I've still got to go through that cycle. Yeah. Yeah, completely. And it is, it's, I personally find it quite hard to not to be, what's the word with it? Just kind of regimented with that consistency. Mm -hmm. Do you guys 
find that or is it kind of just ingrained now into the workflow i mean i i think we i mean it's probably easier for you to answer i don't really write the captions and things like that but i, I mean as far <laughs> as our, our clients go i mean we obviously eloise takes pictures edits um and we have an employee that does the posting and things like that so uh, as long as for, from a client's point of view as long as it's it's kind of on spec and it's engaging mm -hmm. um then you know we're get we're getting the job done yeah uh it's, it, it, it just it just has to be engaging and um enticing for someone to maybe read mm. uh probably maybe a little bit different with with some of our stuff because our you know it is can be a mix between i guess like things like competitions content yeah um our thoughts on something um but but yeah i mean i think i think eloise is probably a lot better at doing it daily than i would be oh i lost my trail of thought <laughs> <laughs> oh so, welcome to my world yeah yeah <laughs> I, the first couple of episodes I did, literally, I spent so long editing them because I was like, um, "Oh uh, no, uh, that's like me trying to edit yeah. a YouTube video." Yeah, and now I'm just like, oh, actually, that's where I was going. <laughs> so obviously, a lot of it is you know Instagram, um, or it's you know still shots and so on. Mm -hmm. Where do you see the, what you're doing kind of evolving? Are you exploring more around video content? Maybe you are already doing that. I've yeah. you know, looked and I've seen a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I would say that now, and this is only something we've probably just started doing in the past, maybe like couple of couple of months, yeah. three or four months max. Um, we're pretty much posting a video to Instagram every day now. Wow. So we do to two posts a day, every single day, except Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much at least one of those posts a day is now videos. Okay. Um, just because any viral post that we've had has been a video. Yeah. So we can see that the way Instagram's going is definitely more video based and even with stories. Absolutely. Like ev everything videos just seem to be more engaging. Yeah. So that's the direction we've tried to head in. It's like when carousels were released like you said earlier. Um we I don't, can't remember the last time we did a single post. Yeah. Everything now is either a video or a carousel, just because that's the way that we've seen Instagram going. So we've tried so to follow the trends. So much more engaging. Completely. I mean, it, I mean, it keeps someone on your post for longer as well. I mean, I don't know about you, but if there's a carousel, I'm swiping through every single image. I'm not yeah. stopping at number seven if there's ten. Yeah. So you know, I, I've then been on their post for maybe ten seconds longer than just seeing the picture, liking it, and scrolling off. Same with a video. Like I'm gonna yeah. watch the whole thing. Oh yeah, and with the videos as well, if you get into the video feed from the Explore, like, mm -hmm. my fiance will easily be set. She actually has a point where she goes, oh, she want to put the Xbox on, I'm just going to watch Instagram videos. Really? <laughs> Is that a, just yeah, scroll, fine, yeah. Fine. And then all of a sudden she's like, one minute it's like, look at this food, next minute it's like, look at this dog. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you are the prime user. <laughs> look at this, <laughs> this bird mirror. riding yeah. this tortoise. <laughs> um, so one one thing I was quite interested to know is that because you spend so much time on these platforms and mm -hmm. stuff, and obviously you've you've, you've hinted at um, that you go to the gym five or six times a week, mm -hmm. um, and you're posting what sounds like six days a week, seven seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. How do you manage that kind of you time amongst all of this? Are you at a point where that doesn't matter to you? 
because you know you're grafting yeah no I, I think it's extremely difficult i think whilst we're trying to grow the business um i think we're continuously trying to get a balance yeah um and quite often we get that wrong uh but it's it's part of that process learning process as well yeah it's um I mean, for example, we've got a holiday coming up at the end of March and the first, I mean, we have about 10 to 12 clients Instagram accounts that we run at the moment. And the first thing was, was how are we going to go on holiday? Yeah. Like, because we're still going to be working literally seven days a week, posting to Instagram about 12 times on that day, every day. That's not a break. No. That's not a holiday, <laughs> you know, yeah. where you actually get to break and relax. It's it would you'd be away, but you'd still be working quite a lot. So how do you switch off? I mean, in that instance? I mean, fortunately, in that instance, and we have because um, because we have someone that will post. Then beforehand, we will everything will be sorted, given edit, to her, yeah. and she so will do the majority it. of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And pass it on, and then we will just lightly track it. Yeah. Um, just just for a, a few minutes of the day or however of, 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 exactly of yeah. yeah i mean this is one of the things that i've always noticed in the past and obviously we haven't had a holiday since we have no not since i've gone full time we haven't had a holiday since, yet yeah, since, yeah, yeah. since we've gone full time but um from my own experience <laughs> go in um go out on a holiday whilst you have a, some jobs running Back that you know that yeah. builders are out working off your plans and builders yeah. sometimes don't read plans that well um you, can quite you can't often, switch off no mm. i mean it will be this will be my first time um not being employed by someone and being away so it'll be interesting to see how i feel about it but bernie being self-employed for however many years now I always think it takes them at least four to five days to actually relax yeah. when we go on holiday. Yeah. He's very yeah. much sort of still in work mode for a good four days. And then I see him relax a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and takes... then the holiday's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it takes time. I mean, if, if you remember last time we went away, um, literally before we were boarding the plane, I have a phone call from a builder. Yeah. Um, with a query on the, on a job, and and that's the problem is it's like the queries, yeah. Because sometimes people just they just make their own decision, and obviously over an amount of time being in that sort of trade where I've gone out to a you know a client's property, and this is even when I'm at home, um, just just randomly just like stop bar stop past, and I've looked at something, I'm like that's not how it's designed, yeah. That's not how I drew it, you know. Like you know you've done something off your own back, so when you're away on holiday. Those sort of things are heightened because you don't have access to them. Yeah, and um, you prefer to check your laptop and know that everything's okay yeah. than to come back and have to fix something. Yeah, yeah so which I get. So hopefully, yeah, a three-minute phone call versus three weeks of exactly. Yeah, exactly. I get it, but I think it's just about finding that point in time where you are set up in the way that you can take that you time. Mm. I think it's so important. I see it quite a lot in my profession and uh, or full-time profession and uh, not switching off like mm. is so easy to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say that Bernie struggles with it more than I do. Um, I mean, I would say we were even talking about this this morning. Like I've sort of got 
a balance of this is work, this is gym, this is me time. Yeah. And I've got that sort of split into segments. Yeah. Whereas Bernie's brain is like 90% work, 10% everything else. Data, data, data. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he even said today, like he gets up and his mind just starts thinking about work to the, to the moment that he goes to bed again. Yeah. Whereas I'm slightly different on that. Like I find it a bit easier to switch off. Mm. Um, and like I will take the time to go for a walk and listen to a podcast that is non-work related. It might be fitness based because that's my interest. Mm. Um, and then when I go to the gym again, I try not to look at my phone at all. So I won't be on Instagram. Um, I'll try not to reply to any messages or anything like that. So for me, like that's my me time. And if I don't have that, then I really, I notice that I suffer from it. Yeah. Um, whereas I think you find that more difficult, don't yeah. you? Yeah, totally. totally. So I, like I think, Bernie doesn't have an off switch. I think, I think for me as well is that if if I'm trying to build something, um, He's all in. I'm pretty much, you know, deep into that, that trail, you know. The, yeah, the, completely. The, the thought is, you know, well, Let's build to get to that point where I can take my foot off the gas. <laughs> then rather than Rather than take my foot off the gas, back on the gas. Yeah. You know. Why do I want to stay in this kind of limbo of kind of chill, work hard, chill? Yeah. Work, yeah. Work, I'd rather... Just go balls to the wall. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. I'd, ra- yeah, I'd rather... Yeah, slightly different. I'd there. rather work hard now and, you know, next year be in a position where, right, okay, we've employed a manager. So this time when we go away... We don't have to think about it because they're taking care of it. Um, So rather than on and off, on and off, on and off, an employer manager three years down the line. Yeah. You know. No, no, it makes a lot of sense. It's a lot similar to what um, Verity and Charlie have done around the success of them being able to open new establishments Mm, off the back of purely just profits and not borrow money. Yeah, yeah. It shows you that that hard work does pay off. Um, I'm going to round this up with um two questions uh-huh. well one one several questions in one <laughs> which is a bit of a i, I want to kind of find out how your food interests uh differ or are similar between the two of you so i'm going to ask you would you rather uh-huh. have two different food types i want you both to answer at the same time to see if you oh, no. the same thing. Cool that? <laughs> yeah that's cool cool so i've got one two three four five six things um and then It'd be good to tell listeners where they can find you and um, get in touch with you as well. So um, I took inspiration off of a lot of the food that um, has been posted uh, on the Fit Waffle channel uh-huh. um, or Instagram. So um, first of all, burgers or pizza? Pizza. pizza. Mm, <laughs> wow. That's one for one. Yeah. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Curly fries or chunky fries? Curly, Curly fries. fries. Okay. Two out of three, not bad. Cookies or donuts? Donuts. 50-50. A good gooey cookie is... Oh, yeah, but a good donut. Okay, you can have your donuts. (laughs) Nachos or cheesy fries? Cheesy Cheesy fries. fries. I have to agree. (laughs) Pasta or potato? Potato. Oh, pasta. Yeah. Why potato? You just oh, like potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Bernie likes sweet like potatoes. Sauteed potatoes. <laughs> just all, all potatoes. Dolphin wires. Dolphin, dolphin wires. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> We're fancy now. <laughs> yeah. I'm there like spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last one. Freak shake or protein shake? Freak, Freak shake. shake. Get on. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, It's been really good to kind of get even better understanding of what you guys have been up to, how you've got to where you are. I'm really excited to see what's next for you as well. For those that want to kind of follow you and kind of, you know, see all the awesomeness that you're putting out, where can they reach you? And for those that potentially might want to reach out and look at things from a business perspective, what's the best way to get hold of you? Um, So Instagram is fitwaffle. YouTube is FitWaffle. We've also got TikTok, which is FitWaffle. We're all at FitWaffle. Yeah. Um, and then our email address for like business inquiries or anything like that, we couldn't have FitWaffle. So we've got WaffleFit <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> So it's backwards, and that's all on our Instagram and everything, anyway. So if you click the contact, um, Instagram platform, yeah. I mean, that's quite quite frequently how people. Yeah, a lot of people contact us purely through Instagram, or if they click email, it will go through to um, it will go through to that email address. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you very much. Let's um, talk into these donuts. Oh yeah. (laughs) Cool. Thank Thank you for for having us. us. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Getting It Done. If you liked it. Give us a subscribe. Follow us over on Instagram at Getting It Done Podcast. Try to put out new episodes as frequently as possible. But being in lockdown, we'll see how that goes. Until next time, stay safe and catch you on the next one.